The holidays are real grief milestones, much like your loved one's birthday, the day of death, and anniversaries. You know they're coming, and yet there's no good way to prepare for how you will feel and how you will make it through. I felt so much anxiety, sadness, and guilt as the holidays neared. Now, the guilt came from knowing that as a Christian, I should be focused and thankful for the reason we celebrate the holidays. But all I wanted was to crawl into a hole until Thanksgiving and Christmas were over. In today's episode, we're going to talk about letting go of guilt and how to cope with everybody else's annoying happiness. Sorry, not sorry. It's true. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on the couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Egypt, our spotlight country this week. And California remains the state with the most downloads. California, you guys are rocking it. I hope this serves as a reminder that whatever state or country you are in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. We hadn't gotten through October and already the holiday commercials, sales ad, pictures, events, all the things that would have brought joy and excitement in the past are now the very things that feel like a knife in your heart each and every time you see or hear them. I'm sure you've heard the serenity prayer, and the most important part of that is to grant me the wisdom to know the difference between what I can change and what I cannot While the holidays coming in November and December, they are things you cannot change. That fact made me angry. Everything made me angry. But I didn't understand how the world could continue as it always had, that people were happy about Thanksgiving and Christmas, and that I lived in a completely different and sad world, which felt very lonely. The holidays are hard, and you may be preparing for them months in advance. So this is going to affect your physical body too. That anxiety, stress, and dread, they depress your immune system and make you tired. So it's important for you to allow extra time for most tasks and leave plenty of time to rest. It's also hard not to compare your current life to the Hallmark movies and social media pictures of friends. You might even resent that you're more focused on surviving than enjoying the holidays. So try not to focus on what other people have because you need your energy for your daily life. The holidays, they will not 
last forever. They only feel like they do. So for Thanksgiving and Christmas and other grief milestones, here are a few ideas to help you get through. Number one, don't allow the fear of the holidays to take you over. When I started seeing ads for the holidays, the anxiety began. I felt bad enough that I had to live through them alone. But then watching everyone else's lighthearted happiness, can you guess? Yeah, made me angry. Number two, understand that this is a significant milestone in your journey. It doesn't matter how far you've come. The holidays will be hard. So know that you're not weak and you're not regressing in grief. You're not going to sail right through them. So the goal here or the win is to get through them. See, getting through them right now will make you stronger and more prepared for the next milestone. And you might not care about being stronger. I get that. But I share it because in the future, this experience will give you confidence of who you are from what you've come through. Number three, don't let people should on you. I'll say that again. Don't let people should on you. <laughs> One of our founding pastors shared that. Don't let people tell you what you should and should not do. There is no perfect way to walk through your day. So with God's guidance, walk through it as you are able. Create a plan for what you will and will not do, but stay flexible. And listen to the last episode, number 53, on how to incorporate your loved one into the holidays to make them more doable. Number four, do something that you enjoy. If you can take a small trip, get to the beach or mountains, then go or do something else that will calm you. If you can take a big trip, take a big trip. The holidays make you kind of feel at the mercy of those with the gatherings, the events, and you know, the planners at work or church. I know it's overwhelming, but you can do what you want to do. Number five, pull out your faith resume. Now, y'all, as many times as I've mentioned this, I am hoping that you have at least started to create one. If not, create a faith resume. Listen to episode 41 on how to do that. Focus on what God has meant to you in your life, how he has been with you every step of the way, and all the things you still have to be grateful for, even now. Number six, don't torture yourself with the Hallmark or Lifetime movies or social media or regular TV with all the ads. Just take a break. Take a break from it all. Remember, what you feed grows. So if you're going to feed on all the happiness of others, all the commercialism, there's no way you won't compare your circumstances to theirs. Focus on what you do have. Number seven, and here's the challenge. Focus on why Christmas is so important to you as a Christian. Monica died in September, so my first Christmas was pretty much a fog. However, the idea of thanking the very same God who allowed my pain was a hard ask. I spoke the words, but I did not feel them, and I could tell the difference. Then I figured that God should be happy that I actually thanked him. I know it's crazy, and I hate to admit this, but maybe it's going to help some of you. I thought that God felt the same pain as he watched Jesus die for the sins of the world. But then I thought, yeah, but you brought Jesus back to life. So the pain, it couldn't have been as bad. 
Now fast forward to my Christmas year two. I said the words. I meant them. I had gratitude for Monica, for the experience, and for what I had left. And I thought about my pain over the past two years. I thought about how others had been through much worse than me. And then I multiplied all that times all the people in the world and all the years the world had been created. I can't help myself sometimes. But put all that pain, sin, and darkness onto one perfect man in Jesus. And the thought of that was shocking for what he was willing to do for us. Think about it. Most people who are not grieving, they are fighting other people at the store. (laughs) They are in jammed parking lots. They're spending a lot of time on Amazon purchasing the things they don't want to go to the store for. They're planning events, preparing food for the events that they're going to attend. So most people who are not grieving spend less time on the reason than they do the season. The gatherings, the gifts, the cooking, the baking, and the full schedule. You right now are not caught up in all that. So for you, this may be one of the most sacred Christmases of your life. So quick recap. Number one, don't allow the fear of the holidays to take you over. Number two, understand that this is a significant milestone. It's not going to be easy. Number three, don't let people shoot on you. Number four, do something that you will enjoy. Number five, pull out or create your faith resume. Number six, don't torture yourself with all the stuff on social media or on television. Number seven, focus on why Christmas is so important to you as a Christian. You are not alone here. The word of the week is Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Again, you are not alone. The song of the week is called Spirit Lead Me by Influence Music. And some of the lyrics include, I'm learning to trust you even when I can't see it. And even in suffering, I have to believe it. If you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, then I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. Now your journey works or the work of your journey for this week are to take one of those seven ideas. Maybe it's the one you need the most or maybe it's the one that's easiest to do and own it. What I mean by that is write it down and stick to it over Thanksgiving and Christmas and other milestones. And here are some other ways to help you move forward. I'll be posting an episode on Thanksgiving Day, just strictly reading verses on grief and hope and other quotes to help. If you can't make yourself get into the Word on Thanksgiving, then just listen to this episode. It will plant seeds that may grow later. Join the private Facebook group. I'm telling you, this is the time to join. You will be among other people, other faith-filled women who are walking out the same hard journey that you are. You can also purchase the workshop, What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One. It's a perfect time to take it. It's not a one-day deal. It's broken into four sections 
like a mini support program. It's going to give you direction and action steps to take. It's perfect for the first year or if you feel stuck. And instead of watching TV, instead of checking out social media, take the workshop. It's going to help distance you from the happiness of everyone else's holidays and focus you on the reason for this season. If you don't have a church home, visit my church open door, church.com. <laughs> Let me say that again, opendoorchurch.com. And links to everything you need are always, always in the show notes. I know this is a hard time, but don't forget who holds your future and know that you're not alone. Keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch, and keep taking these steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.